0: Welcome, or welcome back to English with Tim, the podcast for B1 to C1 students who want to massively improve their grammar and vocabulary, and also hear about my travels around the world, from Mexico to Tajikistan and everywhere in between. Last week in episode one, I talked about how not understanding the details of spoken and written English can cause people to make mistakes in their grammar and have other problems in language. In this episode... I will talk more about one of the problems students have when they learn English. This problem is the mistake that students make, in my experience, more than any other, and it is also the one that stops the most students from understanding English well and expressing themselves well, in speech and writing. The problem I'm talking about is not understanding what words mean. Maybe you think that means that you need to learn more words, but that's a pretty obvious problem. The problem I will talk about is one that not everyone knows about. The problem is that people know only one or two meanings of each word. And in reality, almost every word has more than one meaning. If you want to speak, understand, read, and write English at an advanced level for work, studies, IELTS, or travel, you need to know more than one meaning for each word. Last week, I told you seven different meanings of the word catch. This week, I'll tell you about some more words that have multiple meanings. I've taken these words from the New General Service List, or NGSL, which is a popular list of the 2,800 most used words in English. The words are in order of frequency. The most used words are at the beginning. So at the beginning you'll find words like be and the and and, and as you go deeper into the list you'll find more adjectives and verbs and so on. So learning the words from the NGSL well is something that every student who wants to get to see one or higher English should do. I'll tell you more about the NGSL and other word lists in another episode. Luckily for you though, I'm writing an NGSL dictionary that includes all 2,800 words and we will read you some examples from it. Let's take a look at some examples of words that have multiple meanings. We'll start with the word intelligence. It's word number 1680 in the NGSL. First meaning, you probably already know this meaning, so I'll only give you a few examples. 1. A person of average intelligence who works hard can accomplish a lot. 2. It doesn't take a great deal of intelligence to understand that the situation is getting worse. 3. Intelligence tests try to measure a person's intelligence using standard exercises. Last example of this meaning. 4. To be an effective teacher, you need to have high emotional intelligence. Second meaning, the part of a government that secretly collects information about other governments and people. 1. He worked in intelligence for years, although he told everyone he was a businessman. 2. Intelligence started a war by claiming that another country was about to attack. 3. Intelligence discovered that several of the country's senators were giving information to a foreign country. Last example of this meaning. He got drunk and told everyone that he was an intelligence officer. After that, he disappeared and we never saw him again. Third meaning. The information that is secretly collected by the government. 1. The most recent intelligence leak revealed the country's war plans. 2. Governments of powerful countries like the U.S., Russia, and China... Collect intelligence using large networks of spies. 3. Faulty intelligence caused the country to go to war when it wasn't necessary. 5. After intelligence is collected, it is then analyzed or interpreted. 6. More than anything, we need reliable intelligence to make a decision. 7. Even as you read this, ins- this sentence, intelligent satellites are flying over your head and taking pictures of your neighborhood. Last example of this meaning. Faulty intelligence leads to bad decisions. So, what can we learn from this word? These meanings are related to each other, but they're actually different enough that you may not understand the second and third meanings, even in context. Understanding words from context is an important strategy because you will always hear and see words that you don't know. However, when you guess from context, you're doing extra thinking or extra work, and your guess might still be wrong. So I have a much better strategy than guessing from context. My strategy is to in fact know what the words mean, not by guessing them, but because you actually know them. This takes more time, but learning a language well does take time. Here's a word from a bit earlier in the list. Word number 1348. Impossible. I will only give you the second meaning. It's an adjective. Demanding far too much while offering nothing in return. 1. Little children can be impossible. One minute screaming and crying and hitting people and throwing things. And then sweet and fun again the next minute. 2. You call me and talk about yourself and your problems for hours and hours in the middle of the night, and at the end of the talk... You get angry at me for not thanking you. You're completely impossible. So, this meaning is nice because it lets you express a very specific idea with a word that you already know. If you're able to use it, your speech will be more interesting and you'll sound a little bit smarter. Let's move on to the next word. 1,351. Afraid. There's two slightly different meanings of afraid. One meaning uses the construction afraid of... The other uses the construction afraid too, So, afraid of, adjective. Feeling fear towards a thing, person, or situation because you believe it generally can hurt you or others. 1. I've been afraid of dogs since I was a kid, especially big strong ones. 2. Being afraid of high places is very common. Who feels comfortable looking down at the ground far below? 3. He didn't tell me the truth because he was afraid I would get angry when he told me. Four, a lot of people, including me, are afraid of spiders, even though they're not really dangerous. Five, small children are often afraid of the dark. Last example is meaning. Six, what are you afraid of? So, next meaning, afraid to. Also an adjective. Meaning, not wanting to do something one time because it will cause you to find out bad information or to get a bad result. 1. I'm afraid to call her because she's angry at me. I don't want to hear the bad things she will say to me. 2. She's afraid to look at the results of her blood test. She thinks she might have a serious sickness. 3. He was afraid to tell his boss that he had made a mistake in the report because he thought he might get fired. 4. She was afraid to see what grade she had gotten on the test because she had not studied much for it. uh, 5. I'm afraid to eat some of the food in the refrigerator because I think it may not be fresh. 6. He's afraid to ask her to go out with him. He thinks she she probably will say no. Last example of this meaning. The business is run very badly because the boss gets angry so easily. People are afraid to tell her about any problems there are in the business. So, you can see again that afraid of and afraid to use different constructions and have slightly different meanings. If you know both of them and can use them, you'll be able to express yourself with greater precision. To the next word. So, sometimes words that we use pretty often also can cause difficulties. Let's take word number 387 from the NGSL drive. So you can see from the number 387, this word is much earlier in the list than those sl- slightly more advanced words. So first meaning, I'll give you just two examples. Verb: to direct the movement of a car or other motor vehicle. 1. In some states in the US, people can drive when they're just 14. Two. I don't know how to drive a car with manual transmission because I drew up, I grew up driving an automatic. Second meaning, again, just two examples, noun, travel done in a car or truck. One, the drive from my hometown to Washington, D.C. takes about 10 hours. Two, please remember that the drive to the airport takes about an hour. Third meaning, verb, to cause an uncontrollable emotion that makes a person do something unusual and difficult to explain. One. Criminologists try to understand what drives ordinary people to commit terrible crimes. Two, she argued to the jury that it it was her husband's romances with over a dozen other women that drove her to kill him, but she still went to prison. Last example with this meaning. Even he doesn't understand what drove him to walk 30,000 kilometers from the south of Argentina to the north of Alaska. He just wanted to. The fourth meaning of drive uses only the third form of this irregular verb, driven. In this case, driven is used as an adjective. It means extremely, unusually motivated. 1. Jason is very driven and successful, but also has no life outside of work. 2. Being driven isn't a guarantee of success in your business. You also have to have good ideas and organization. Last example of this meaning. 3. Julia's parents are extremely driven, successful people, but the only thing they gave her was money, so now she's completely lost in life. The fifth meaning is... Noun. A strong internal motivation to do something, even when there are obstacles. 1. If you want to start a successful business, you need to have drive. 2. She has a lot of good ideas but lacks drive. Last example of this meaning. When, my lo- when I look at my friend Roman's CV and see his dozens of accomplishments, I don't know whether I should fear for his health or be jealous of his insane drive. True story. The sixth meaning of drive is a noun. Noun, an event in which people collect things from others so they can be given to people who need them. One our community had a blood drive to help victims of a recent earthquake. Two, especially around Christmas time, schools and churches often organize canned food drives to help the poor. The seventh meaning is a verb. To push a small object into a larger one with an extreme impact, typically using a hammer. One, He picked up the hammer and one by one drove the nails into the piece of wood. 2. This nail gun drives nails into boards for you, so you will never hit your hand with a hammer again. 3. The only way to kill a vampire is to drive a wooden stake into its heart while it's sleeping. Last example of this meaning. 4. It was very windy, so when they put up their tent to sleep for the night... They made sure to drive stakes into the ground so the tent wouldn't blow away. The eighth meaning is also a verb. We use it with the preposition at. When you drive at something, you make one or more clear arguments to hopefully allow another person to make the conclusion themselves. 1. I don't understand what you're driving at. Can you please just tell me what you want to say? 2. What I'm driving at is that if you keep spending money like there's no tomorrow, you'll soon be living on the street. There's one more meaning of drive. Don't worry, this is the last one. A Drive is a part of a computer that holds the computer's memory. One, this flash drive carries 64 gigs of data. Two, if you don't copy the content of your computer's hard drive, you might lose all the work you've done. So, that's all of the meanings of drive. As you can see, Drive has a lot of meanings. This, in fact, is the kind of word that often makes people afraid of learning English vocabulary more deeply. A lot of people say, there's so many different meanings for just one word, and the meanings have nothing to do with each other. I can't ever learn all of them. But there are several reasons that you can, in fact, learn all these meanings. The first is that I've written more than half of a dictionary already that contains all the different meanings that you need of the words in the NGSL. If you just read the dictionary, you can see which meanings you already know, and skip them, and practice the meanings you don't know. Also, I've already written a complete dictionary that is already finished for lower intermediate level students. Become my student and I'll show you how to access these resources. The second reason is that instead of looking at these new meanings as problems that you need to solve, you should look at them as tools or possibilities that help you understand and be understood better. The third reason is that this number of meanings, like nine meanings for drive, is not really that typical. You don't normally have nine or 10 meanings for one word. However, you probably also were surprised by the last meaning which had to do with computers. This is also kind of a typical situation We sometimes get a word with a meaning that is kind of a black sheep or a white crow. Um, it does happen. Not super often, but it does. Um, the fourth is that the different meanings might look very different from each other, but I presented them in a way that shows the way that they're connected with each other. Probably as you listened, you found that the meanings followed each other more or less logically. Maybe not perfectly, but still with some logic. This is actually typical. Words tend to have different meanings, but the meanings also tend to be more or less loosely related. Fifth, you already knew some of the meanings. If you were able to learn them, there's no reason you can't learn the others too. Sixth, it's normal that languages are used to communicate different meanings. There are two ways of doing this, each with its own advantages and disadvantages. One way to communicate many different meanings is to use different words for each meaning. This is more typical in, for example, German or Russian. The advantage is that you have one word and typically one to three meanings, so in a way it's less confusing. The disadvantage is that you have to learn the sound and spelling of more words and learn to associate the new new meanings to each of these new words. In Russian, especially, a lot of these individual words tend to have the same root word, so it's still easy to confuse them, too. The other way to express lots of different meanings is used in English. It uses one word to express many different ideas. In a way, this is kind of confusing, because you have to understand from the constructions used with each different meaning of the word, and also from context, which meaning is being used. But... It also means that you learn the sound and spelling of just, don't, of, of just one word and don't need to repeat that word eight or ten times. Lastly, do, don't expect to learn all the meanings that were new to you in one single attempt. It's normal that you will partly forget some meanings and revisit a word several times before you master it. In my experience as a teacher, what usually happens is that studying these difficult words Make students ask more questions about the vocabulary they hear, they hear and see. They start to understand that before, they were missing a lot of meaning from text and speech, and they decide it's time to fix this problem. Let, let me repeat all of what I've told you today in the shortest way possible. Three small points. 1. You've got to know the words well if you want to have advanced English. 2. There are lists of words you need to learn for each level. 3. I've made resources already that let you learn all these important words and all the meanings you will need, and I'll continue to teach them to you in my podcast. So, my question for you now is, how do you feel? Are you excited by the challenge of learning these new meanings so you can express yourself in an interesting way? I definitely am excited about bringing this information to you. Tell me what you think in the comments below. Until next week, until next Monday, thank you for listening.